The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off everything in the SGPN Merch Store. listening to Bet MUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow Bet MUFC at Bet MUFC. That's at Bet MUFC. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast as well at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. The Twitter account for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my other Twitter account as well. It is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. The pin tweet on that Twitter account is always my PL spreadsheet from the previous month. So, moving 
on with this edition of Betham UFC. Manchester United coming off the win against Nottingham Forest. That puts Nottingham Forest in huge trouble, but also surely secures the top four for Manchester United on a weekend where Newcastle were thrashed by Aston Villa, on a weekend where Tottenham were embarrassed by Bournemouth. Manchester United managed to get a routine win at a very difficult place to go. I was there earlier on in the season when Nottingham Forest knocked Tottenham out of the League Cup. I, uh, we know Nottingham Forest have got some positive results this season, including a draw against Manchester City, a draw at home to Chelsea. So it is a difficult place to go to. They've beaten Liverpool as well. But Manchester United made it look very, very routine. And now it looks like we are in a very, very strong position for the top four. That was the primary focus at the start of the season and we are in a position to achieve our goal with a trophy already won. So with that said, why do I feel like it would be a monumental disappointment if Manchester United were to be knocked out of two competitions this this week in the next four days? Because that's what could realistically happen. Manchester United are up against it against Sevilla. Although we are the favourites and the favourites to win the competition, we did relinquish a late 2-0 lead. So the momentum all goes to Sevilla, who are poor away from home, but very good at home and are specialists in the Europa League. So this game is a lot more difficult I think than the odds suggest whilst on Sunday we play Brighton in the FA Cup semi-final and the bookies have us as the underdogs to qualify from that tie so it's very very interesting indeed Manchester United season could essentially be over on Sunday yet still be seen as a massively successful season if you'd offered us this season with uh, one trophy and a top four to start of the season we would have bit your hand off for it after what happened last season however with the way things have played out if we were to be eliminated from everything here an FA Cup semi-final exit at Wembley an exit against Sevilla once again in the Europa League whilst only winning the Carabao Cup and finishing in the top four. If that's what we end up with, with the position we've got ourselves into, I think it would still be seen as a, a disappointment. Although, big picture, look what we wanted at the start of the season. Look what Eric Ten Hag has achieved. Disappointing, yes, if it does happen, but also the overall picture would mean that it is a massively successful season. So it's good to put everything into perspective. At this point in time, if you ask me, would I take qualification in one competition and an exit in another? I would still say no because I'm greedy and I've been a Manchester United fan for a long time and I remember the days of Fergie and if you say to me um, you're, you're going to exit one competition at the hands of a lacklustre severe team who are in the bottom half of the table in Spain or suddenly you're going to go out against Brighton, but it's okay because Brighton have improved massively under the Zerbi and they've had a much better season and it's nothing to be ashamed of to be eliminated to this version of Brighton. I would say, no, shut up. We cannot be eliminated by Brighton. We are Manchester United. Why are we an underdog going into this game against Brighton? How can we accept being eliminated by Brighton and the FA Cup semi-final? It doesn't matter how well they've been playing. It doesn't matter if this is their primary focus 
or how sexy their football is or the fact that they've done a job on Chelsea away from home last weekend. We are Manchester United and we want to get through to that FA Cup final. We want to be in a position to stop Manchester City from equaling our treble because that is the primary concern at the moment. Manchester United could have a wonderful season. Manchester United could end up winning the Europa League and the Carabao Cup and finishing in the top four. But if those bastards from across the road end up matching our treble and do it by beating us in an FA Cup final, winning the Champions League, catching Arsenal in the Premier League, then no matter what Manchester United do this season, it's always going to leave a sour taste in our mouth with, with our two trophies and our place in the top four. That will be soured by the fact that our historic treble from 1999 has been equaled, not by um, just any club, not by a Chelsea or an Arsenal or a Tottenham, but equaled by Manchester City. It would only be worse if it was equaled by Liverpool. And I was so thankful last season when they did not do the quadruple and only ended up with two trophies, the, the least two trophies in terms of the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup. Blew it in the Champions League, blew it in the Premier League as well. And I say blew it because yes, they did catch Manchester City, but ultimately on the final day of the season, they were in a position to put a huge pressure on City when they were 2-0 down against Villa but they could not win their own game against Wolves so as far as I'm concerned Liverpool did blow it in terms of putting some real pressure on Manchester City and taking the momentum on that final day they did choke and I was thankful for that and I'm looking for where Manchester City could potentially choke and it could all be on in Manchester United's hands. I don't want to be relying on Arsenal. I don't want to be relying on Real Madrid, Inter Milan, AC Milan and I don't want to be relying on Brighton. I want to put it in our hands. I want that FA Cup final against Manchester City. I have no doubt that they're going to be there at the weekend. We are literally probably going to gloss over the game against Sheffield United at the weekend because it is a foregone conclusion. Those FA Cup semi-finals will be covered exclusively here on that MUFC. So before we have a listen to what Eric Ten Hag has to say about this upcoming game, let me let you know that we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here, and what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy. Besides daily NHL, NBA, and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half million in prizes. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's UnderdogFantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. P-N. Thank you. This concerns just on the players that you've got travelling with you: Shaw, Sabitzer, Malassia, and Rashford. Are they all available to be involved, and can they start the game? They are available because that's why they are in the airplane. But we, I will take my decisions tomorrow. Uh, we, today we are training. We'll see what the reaction is. And then tomorrow we will take the decision. Is Luke Shaw one that you'll have to make a particular decision on, given the issues you have in central defence on Sunday? We have to, for all, we have in particular take decisions. Uh, Simon Page. Um, question for both of us. Okay, Eric, with Rashford, were you surprised at the speed he's recovered and would he be available to start the game? And for Christian, how important would progressing in this competition be to Manchester United and how do you view the tie after the first leg? Yeah, as I said, all the players, you want to always keep all the players uh, fit. So there is always an objective uh, besides, of course, the main objective, win the game.
Hey, yeah, no, uh, I think the man just said it. We, we want to progress. Uh, we want to win the game and then uh, we'll take it from there. Samuel. Uh, anyway, just on Marcus, how many training sessions has he had before today? He had one session with the team, but he had some sessions before individually. And um, just about Christian, you said at the weekend how how much of a natural he is. In, in a game like this, where there's so much riding on it and it's a knockout tie, is he even more important in this setting, having a play like that who can keep the ball? Yes, definitely. Um, his abilities, what you say, reading the game, <clears throat> um, finding the positions, uh, coaching, also composure on the ball, uh, a final pass. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he's very important for us and experience um, in Europe, uh, Premier League in Europe, playing big games. Yeah, that is tomorrow definitely is that the item, yeah. Dave, I got a question for Christian. Um, a year ago you were playing for Brentford, now you're playing for arguably the biggest club in the world. What does it mean to you after everything you've been through to be playing back at the highest level possible and potentially, if you, if you go all the way in, in this competition and finish in the top four, play, playing back in the Champions League again for you personally? That's a lot of questions in that. Uh, yeah, uh, no, you're right. Yeah, Looking back a year ago, I wouldn't. I was dreaming about being where I was today. Uh, but back then it was just a dream about being back playing football. And then, of course, taking step by step and just being uh, the best version of a football player you can be and I was lucky that uh, at the time manager wanted me to come here um, yeah no I'm enjoying it um, I did that a year ago I'm doing that even more now um, but of course to, to go as far as possible be, be fun and where we are now I mean already with a trophy and then aims for, for two more then uh, that'll be good fun uh, Neil I just asked, were you confident that um, you're, you were able to play at this level with Manchester, with a club at the size of Manchester United when you came back? Uh, I don't know how you do with a. Uh, it's, I think it's a, it's a wrong question because, I mean, football is football. It doesn't matter where you play. And for me, it's always been the same. If you play for United or you play for Brentford, you go on a football pitch to play football. So I think it's, a, it's taking the question into an account that it's just uh, everyone on the pitch is football players. And Eric, have you uh, maybe put unnecessary pressure on yourself because of the second half in the first leg? It's clear how the game went. It's, um, it's a tie about two legs. Um, yeah, uh, I think we play over 60 minutes quite well, and then the last 20 minutes we dropped the level, and yeah, we were we became passive. And it's not acceptable. We know that, uh, and you see what happens when you are uh, playing a game for only 60 minutes. You can you can do it, and when you do it, you get punished. So we have to be aware of it, and I think the lesson that we spoke about, we have taken the lesson on Sunday, and then you have seen. So Christian Eriksen joining Eric Ten Hag there. Not the most interesting and charismatic character in the world, but it was interesting to get his take on how he feels being at Manchester United after everything he's been through. It looked like he wasn't going to play again, had a heart issue, collapsed at the uh, Euros. Many people thought he was dead. He wasn't, came back to life. Inter Milan released him, got his career back on track, came to Brentford, moved to Man United, and now looks like, well, he should almost definitely be playing in the Champions League next season. 
before we specifically break down this game against Sevilla, let me tell you that we are brought to you by the SGPN merch store in honour of the NBA playoffs from now until the end of April. Get 10% off anything in the SGPN merch store when you use the promo code SGP. NBA. So head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com and use that promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off everything. I genuinely wear the stuff in the merch store. Just picked up a load of soccer gambling podcast stuff when I was in LA and I would definitely recommend everything in the store. It's high quality products made by top manufacturers with your favourite SGPN show on there. Hopefully you guys will be opting for the soccer gambling podcast. Let me also let you know that there will be a bonus show covering every single game from the Europa League and Europa Conference League, all of those quarterfinal second legs, and that will be exclusively over at lockbetting.com. So there is a bonus podcast now available covering every single game. Here we're going to be focusing just on the Manchester United game as they travel to Sevilla. United are the 11 to 10 away favourites. It's 5 to 2 on the draw, and it's 13 to 5 here on Sevilla. There are two very, very different ways of looking at this game. The first way would be that Manchester United have relinquished all the momentum. All the momentum is now with Sevilla. They have Europa League pedigree and they should be able to punish Manchester United after what Manchester United did last weekend, which was le- last week, sorry, which has let them get back into the game. The other train of thought is, is that was a fluke. Manchester United absolutely played this team off the park. They dominated for 88 minutes. They should have been 4-5 up at that time. And if they play that way again, they will beat Sevilla and they will go through. That's the way I'm leaning. But ultimately... The standout selection for this game would be to take both teams to score. I don't know the status of Rafa Varane. I do know that Martinez isn't playing and therefore it's very likely that we will see Harry Maguire. Manchester United did keep a clean sheet at the weekend, but Maguire was lucky to stay on the pitch. And I just don't see us going too severe and keeping a clean sheet here. So I do feel that both teams will find the net. Sevilla have scored in each of their four games under their new boss, but have kept a clean sheet in only three of the last 12 meetings, half of which have seen BTTS cash, whilst United have netted in all but two of their last 20 away fixtures, all competitions, while both teams have scored in four of the last five Europa League games as well. So there's strong data to support play which is available at four to five minus 125 so I think that one stands out for me as a play that I do like the look of if you're asking me to say who qualifies here I do believe that Manchester United should be able to go away and beat this version of Sevilla so I do like the look of Manchester United on the money line Manchester United on the money line are available at 11 to 10 we're also hoping for that because A, I'm a main night supporter and B, we are riding a pre-season future that was given out here at the price of plus 800 on Manchester United to win this competition. And we are by far the best team in this competition uh, when, when the competition started. Anyway, obviously, we weren't to know what Arsenal were going to do. But when the Champions League teams dropped down, many people automatically said that Barca were the best team in the competition, that the winner of Man United Barca would go on to win the competition with Arsenal being primarily focused on the EPL. The Arsenal part was right. Remains to be seen whether the Man United-Barcelona narrative is true. I am worried about playing Juventus. I've said throughout this competition that Juve, this is everything for them because they're not going to qualify for the Champions League via the league position and a Champions League without Juventus 
would be disastrous for Juventus and I feel they'll give it their all in this competition. It's an all or nothing situation for them. They are desperate and a desperate team with good players are a dangerous team. They're the team I'm most concerned about but I do think we'll be able to get past this tie with Sevilla. I look at the Man United team that should have put 4-5 or five past this team and yes I know it's away from home and Sevilla are better at home and they rested all their players at the weekend and still got a result against Valencia but I just like Man United to get it done and to find their way through to that Europa League semi-final potentially against Juventus that's it for me in this edition of Betting UFC good luck with all of your bets as always guys and thanks for listening